0: how's it going everybody we back episode four all right we're here for another one y'all know what we're doing we're here to read the whole bible so i just want to say thank you for making it to episode four because i don't know about y'all but this consistency of reading the whole bible it can get tough but that's why i'm here to help you and you help me i motivate you you motivate me we're a team baby so look check this out episode three I found out and discovered. See, I'm recording this on my phone. So, those of y'all that's watching this on on YouTube, on the video, you can see I'm in a truck. I told y'all in episode one, I was a truck driver. But I found out that my phone only records up to like 48, 49 minutes. Well, episode three, I went a little bit over to like maybe 50, 51. So, towards the end of it, it got cut. So, that being said i'm gonna have to uh cut the episodes down a little bit just to make sure we get the old thing but just to uh recap the end of episode three because i'm not sure exactly where it stopped at but um to cap the end of episode three it was uh reading chapter 24 when we find out about exit um, getting a wife um rebecca so you know Sarah ended up passing away, and Isaac eventually gets a wife. All right? So now we're about to get right straight into it. And um, I hope you all ready. Take out your notes. If you haven't by now, follow the Instagram page, waves.of.unity. Um, so you can comment and, and, and tell us what you learned, man. And help me help you. I tell you what I think, you tell me what you think. And we put our minds together. All right, so let's start this off with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art sure in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive our trespasses, that we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. All right, guys. Let's get to it. It said, God says, when two or more are gathered, he is in the presence. All right? So, we're going to start off. Genesis 25. All right? Um, I'm reading the New Living Translation. You can read whatever translation you want to read. But if mine's a little bit different, aware about it. As long as we, as long as we all get the same message. Now, I told y'all before, I'm not familiar with a lot of these names. <laughs> all right? So... If I mispronounce a lot of these people's names, just bear with me. If you want, you know, you can send, uh, uh, you, can, you can post a comment or something uh, or, or tag me in something. with you saying saying how to say the name. So that way I can get it too. All right. But anyway, let's get to it. Genesis chapter 25, verse 1. Abraham married another wife, whose name was Keturah. She gave birth to Zimran, Jokshan, Bedin, Median, Ishbak, Shua. Jokshan was the father of Sheba and Dedan. Dedan descendants were the Asherites, Letchershites, and Limamites. Median's sons were Ephra, Elf, Hanak, Abada, and Elda. These were all the descendants of Abraham through Keturah. Abraham gave everything he owned to his son Isaac. But before he died, he gave gifts to, his, to the sons of his concubines and sent them off to a land in the east, away from Isaac. Abraham lived for 175 years and died at a ripe old age. Having lived a long and satisfying life, he breathed his last and joined his ancestors in death. His sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah, near Mamre, in the field of Ephron, son of Zohar, the Hittite. This was the field Abraham had purchased from the Hittites, and where he had buried his wife Sarah. After Abraham's death, God blessed his son Isaac, who settled near Roy in the Negev. All right. This is the account of the family of Ishmael, the son of Abraham. Through Hagar, Sarah's Egyptian servant, here's a list by their names and clans of Ishmael's descendants. The oldest was Nobiath, followed by Kader, Abel, Mimsam, Mishima, Doma, Masa, Hadad, Tema, Jator, Napish, Kedemah, These 12 sons of Ishmael became the founders of 12 tribes named after them, listed according to the places they settled in camp. Ishmael lived for 137 years. When he breathed his last breath, then he breathed his last and joined his ancestors in death. Sorry. Ishmael's descendants occupied the region from Havilah to Shur which is east of Egypt in the direction of Ashur. There, they lived in open hostility toward all their relatives. This is the account of the family of Isaac, the son of Abraham. When Isaac was 40 years old, he married Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel, the Amarnian, from Paddan Arium, and the sister of Laban, the Armean. Isaac pleaded pleaded with the Lord on behalf of his wife, because she was unable to have children. The Lord answered Isaac's prayer, and Rebekah became pregnant with twins. But the two children struggled with each other in her womb. So she went to ask the Lord about it. Why is this happening to me? She asked. And the Lord told her, the sons in your womb will become two nations. From the very beginning, the two nations will be rivals. One nation would be stronger than the other, and your older son will serve your younger son. And when, the two, and when the time came to give birth, Rebecca discovered that she did indeed have twins. The first one was very red at birth and covered with thick hair like a fur coat, so they named him Ishua. Then the other twin was born with his hand grasping Ishua's heel, so they named him Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when the twins was born. As the boys grew up, Israel became a skillful hunter. He was an outdoorsman, but Jacob had a quite, quiet temperament, preferring to stay at home. Isaac loved Israel because he enjoyed eating the wild game Israel brought home, but Rebecca loved Jacob. One day when Jacob was cooking some stew, Ishua arrived home from the wilderness exhausted and hungry. Ishua said to Jacob, I'm starved. Give me some of that red stew. This is how Ishua got his other name, Adam, which means red. All right, Jacob replied, betray me your rights as the firstborn son. Look, I'm dying of starvation, said Ishua. What good is my birthright to me now? But Jacob said, first, you must swear that your birthright is mine. So Israel swore an oath, thereby selling all his rights as the firstborn to his brother Jacob. Then Jacob gave Israel some bread and lentil stew. Israel ate the meal, then got up and left. He showed contempt for his rights as the firstborn. Now I'm going to tell you, man, this chapter right here, I, I feel like Buddy should just went in there and cooked his own food. <laughs> That's like giving up your inheritance just because you want some food. Man, you better go in there and fix it yourself, man. This is a prime example of, hey, man, don't depend on nobody to feed you. If you don't know how to cook, find something that you can learn how to cook, okay? That way when you get there, you know, you get home, I know it's been a long day, take your a nice shower, clean yourself up, and say, you know what? I don't even care if I got to go make some hamburger, help her. All right, <laughs> feed yourself, man. You don't give up your birthrights. All right, let's keep going. Chapter 26. A severe famine now struck the land, as had happened before in Abraham's time. So Isaac moved to Gerar, where Ambalak, king of the Philistines, lived. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt, but do as I tell you. Live here as a foreigner in this land, and I will be with you. And bless you I hereby confirm that I will give all these lands to you and your descendants just as I solemnly promised Abraham your father I will cause your descendants to become as numerous as the stars of the sky and I will give them all these lands and through your descendants all the nations of the earth will be blessed I will do this because Abraham Listen to me and obey all my requirements, commands, decrees, and instructions. So Isaac stayed in Gerar. When the man who lived there asked Isaac about his wife, Rebecca, he said, she is my sister. So Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> he was afraid to say, she is my wife, he thought. They would kill me to get her because she is so beautiful. But sometime later, Ambalak, king of the Philistines, looked out his window and saw Isaac caressing Rebekah. Immediately, Amalek called for Isaac and exclaimed, She is obviously your wife. Why did you say she is my sister? Because I was afraid someone would kill me to get her from me, Isaac replied. How could you do this to us? Ambalak exclaimed. One of my people might easily have taken your wife and slept with her. And you will have made us guilty of great sin. Then Black issued a public proclamation. Anyone who touches this man or his wife will be put to death. That's serious. I'm messing with nobody's wife. That's serious. Serious serious business. All right. When Isaac planted his crops that year, he harvested a hundred times more grain than he planted. For the Lord blessed him. He became a very rich man and his wealth continued to grow. He acquired so many flocks of sheep and goats, herds of cattle, and servants that the Philistines became jealous of him. So the Philistines filled up all of Isaac's wells with dirt. These were the wells that had been dug by the servants of his father, Abraham. Finally, Amalek ordered Isaac to leave the country. Go somewhere else, he said, for you have become too powerful So Isaac moved away to the Gerrera Valley, where he set up their tents and settled down. He reopened the wells his father had dug, which the Philistines had filled after Abraham's death. Isaac also restored the names Abraham had given them. Isaac's servants also dug in the Gerrera Valley and discovered a well of fresh water. But then the shepherds from Gerrera came and claimed the spring. This is our water, they said. And they argued over it with Isaac Herzman. So Isaac named the well Essek, which means argument. Isaac's men then dug another well, but again, there was a dispute over it. So Isaac named it Sitna, which means hostility. Abandoning that one, Isaac moved on and dug another well. This time, there was no dispute over it. So Isaac named the place Rehoboth, which means open space. For he said, at last, the Lord has created another space for us to prosper in this land. From there, Isaac moved to Beersheba, where the Lord appeared to him on the night of his arrival. I am the God of your father, Abraham, he said. Do not be afraid, for I am with you and will bless you. I will multiply your descendants and they will become a great nation. I will do this because my promise to Abraham, my servant. Then Isaac built an altar there and worshiped the Lord. He set up his camp at that place and his servants dug another well. One day, King Amalek came over from Gerir with his advisor, Azuth, and also Phicol, his army commander. Why have you come here? Isaac asked. You obviously hate me since you kicked me off your land. They replied, we can plainly see that the Lord is with you. So we want to enter into a sworn treaty with you. Let's make a covenant. Swear that you will not harm us just as we have never troubled you. We have also treated you well and we sent you away from us in peace. And now look how the Lord has blessed you. So Isaac prepared a covenant feast to celebrate the treaty. And they ate and drank together. Early the next morning, they each took a solemn oath not to interfere with each other. Then Isaac sent them home again, and they left him in peace. That very day, Isaac's servants came to and told him about a new well they had dug. We found water, they exclaimed. So Isaac named the well Shaba, which means oath. And to this day, the town that grew up there is called Beersheba. Which means well of the oath. At the age of forty, Israel married two Hittite wives, Judith, the daughter of Barry, and Betzman, the daughter of Ellen. But Israel's wives made life miserable for Isaac and Rebecca. All right, guys. So Isaac had to end up getting up out of getting up out of them. They got tired of Isaac. He was like, yeah, you got too much going on, man. You, you too, you too powerful. One day you might try to overtake us. Let him go and get you up out of here. And and as he kept making new wells and stuff, they was like, yo, he's still too close. Let's, let's, let's let's fill them up too. So he can get further and further away. That's how I take it, you know. So that was chapter 26, man. Let's keep this thing going. We're going to 27 now. All right. One day, when Isaac was old and turning blind, he called for Ishu, his older son. He said, and said, My son, yes, Father Ishu replied. I am an old man now, Isaac said. I don't know when I may die. Take your bow and a quiver full of arrows and go out into the open country to hunt some wild game for me. Prepare my favorite dish and bring it here for me to eat. Then I will pronounce the blessings that belong to you, my firstborn son, before I die. But Rebecca, here you go women, <laughs> overheard what Isaac had said to his son Israel. So when Israel was left to hunt for the wild game, she said to her son Jacob, Listen, I overheard your father say to Israel, Bring me some wild game, prepare me a delicious meal. Then I will bless you in the Lord's presence before I die. Now, my son, listen to me. Do exactly as I tell you. Go out to the flocks and bring me two fine young goats. I will use them to prepare your father's favorite dish. Then take the food to your father so he can eat it and bless you before he dies. But look, Jacob replied to Rebecca, my brother Ishu is a hairy man. My skin is smooth. What if my father touches me? He'll see that I'm trying to trick him. Then he'll curse me instead of blessing me. But his mother replied, then let me curse. No, excuse me. But his mother replied, Then let the curse fall on me, my son. Just do what I tell you. Go out and get the goats for me. So Jacob went out and got the young goats for his mother, Rebecca. Took them and prepared a delicious meal, just the way Isaac liked it. Then she took Issel's favorite clothes, which were there in the house, and gave them to her younger son, Jacob. She covered his arms and the smooth part of his neck with the skin of the young goats. Then she gave Jacob the delicious meal, including freshly baked bread. So Jacob took the food to his father. My father, he said. Yes, my son, Isaac answered. Who are you, Ishu or Jacob? Jacob replied, "It's Ishu, your firstborn son. I've done as you told me. Here's the wild game. Now sit up and eat, so you can give me your blessing." Isaac asked, "How did you find it so quickly, my son?" The Lord your God put it in my path, Jacob replied. Man, man the lied on God. Man, ain't there something done lied on God, man? Then Isaac said to Jacob, come closer so I can touch you and make sure that you really are issue. So Jacob went closer to his father and Isaac touched him. The voice is Jacob's, but the hands are issues, Isaac said. But he did not recognize Jacob because Jacob's hands felt hairy just like Israel's. So Isaac prepared to bless Jacob. But are you really my son, Ishu? He asked. Yes, I am, Jacob replied. Then Isaac said, now my son, bring me the wild game. Let me eat it, and then I'll give you my blessing. So Jacob took the food to his father, and Isaac ate it. He also drank the wine that Jacob served. him. Then Isaac said to Jacob, please come a little closer and kiss me, my son. So Jacob went over and kissed him. And when Isaac caught the smell of his clothes, he he was finally convinced, and he blessed his son. He said, Ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of the outdoors, which the Lord has blessed. From the dew of heaven and the richness of the earth, my God always give you abundant harvests of grain and bountiful new wine. May many nations become your servants, and may they be bow down to you. May you be the master over your brothers, and may your mother's sons bow down to you. All who curse you will be cursed, and all who bless you will be blessed. As soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, and almost before Jacob had left his father, Israel returned from his hunt. Israel prepared a delicious meal and brought it to his father. Then he said, "Sit up, my father, and eat my wild game so you can give me your blessing. But Isaac asked him, who are you? Israel replied, it's your son, your firstborn son, Israel. Isaac began to tr- tremble uncontrollably and said, then who just served me wild game? I have already eaten it, and I blessed him just before you came. And yes, that, bla- that blessing must stand. Dang, man. And Esau heard his father's words. He let out a loud and bitter cry. Oh, my father, what about me? Bless me too, he begged. But Isaac said, your brother was here and he tricked me. He has taken away your blessing. Eshua exclaimed, no wonder his name is Jacob. For now he has cheated me twice. First he took my rights as the firstborn, and now he has stolen my blessing. Oh, haven't you saved even one blessing for me? Isaac said to Israel, I have made Jacob, your master, and have declared that all his brothers will be his servants. I have guaranteed him an abundance of grain and wine. What is left for me to give you, my son? Israel pleaded, but don't you have only one blessing? Oh, my father, please bless me too. Then Israel broke down and wept. Finally, his father Isaac said to him, you will live away from the richness of this earth and away from the dew of the heaven above. You will live by your sword and you will serve your brother. But when you decide to break free, you will shake his yoke from your neck. From that time on, Isshua hated Jacob because they father had given Jacob the blessing and Isshua began to scheme. I will soon be mourning my father's death. Then I will kill my brother, Jacob. But Rebecca heard about Ishua's plans. So she sent for Jacob and told him, listen, Israel is consoling himself about plotting to kill you. So listen carefully, my son. Get ready and flee to my brother, Laban and Haran. Stay there with him until your brother cools off. When he calms down and forgets what you have done to him, I will send for you to come back. Why should I lose both of you in one day? Then Rebekah said to Isaac, I'm sick and tired of these local Hittite women. I would rather die than see Jacob marry one of them. <laughs> Rebecca caused all this. Now she got to send one son away to keep the other son from killing him. Man. God, uh, All right, chapter 28. So Isaac called for Jacob, blessed him, and said, You must not marry any of these Canaanite women. Instead, go at once to Padanon To the house of your grandfather Bethuel, and marry one of your uncle Laban's daughter. Here we go, marrying a marrying a cousins and stuff. May God Almighty bless you and give you many children, and may your descendants multiply and become many nations. May God pass on to you and your descendants the blessings He promised to Abraham. May you own this land where you are now living as a foreigner, for God gave this land to Abraham. So Isaac sent Jacob away and went to Padan Aram to stay with his uncle Laban, his mother's brother, the son of Bethuel, the Armanian. Esau knew that his father Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him to Padan Aram to find a wife, and that he had warned Jacob, You must not marry a Canaanite woman. He also knew that Jacob had obeyed his parents and gone to Padan Aram. It was now very clear to Ishua that his father did not like the local Canaanite women. So Ishua visited his uncle Ishmael's family and married one of Ishmael's daughters. In addition to the wives he already had, his new wife was Mahalath. She was the sister of Neoboth and the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son. Meanwhile, Jacob left Bathsheba and traveled toward Haran. At sundown, he arrived at a good place to set up camp and stop there for the night. Jacob found a stone to rest his head against and lay down to sleep. As he slept and dreamed of a stairway, that reached from the earth up to heaven. And he saw the angels of God going up and down the stairway. At the top of the stairway, the Lord and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your grandfather, Abraham, and the God of your father, Isaac. The ground you are laying on belongs to you. I'm giving it to you and your descendants. Your descendants will be as numerous as the dust of the earth. They will spread out in all directions to the west and the east, to the north and the south, and all the families of the earth will be blessed through you and your descendants. What's more, I am with you and I will protect you wherever you go. One day I will bring you back to this land. I would not leave you until I have finished giving you everything I have promised you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, surely the Lord is in this place. And I wasn't even aware of it. But he was also afraid and said, what an awesome place this is. There is none other than the house of God in the very gateway to heaven. The next morning, Jacob got up very early. He took the stone he had rested his head against and he set it upright as a memorial pillar then he poured olive oil over it he named the place bethel which means house of god although it was previously called luz then jacob made this vow if god will indeed be with me and protect me on this journey and if he will provide me with food and clothing and if i return safely to my father's home then the Lord will certainly be my God. And this memorial pillar I have set up will become the place for worshiping God. And I will present to God a tenth of everything he gives me. Man, I think that's where that 10% comes from right there. You know? But Jacob, Jacob had to get up out of there, y'all. But anyway... Oh man, this was good man Those of y'all that don't know I'm a truck driver And me sitting in this truck right now It's getting a little hot I gotta keep the AC off for a little bit Because I don't want the, the AC to get too loud in the mic But anyway um Appreciate y'all for reading with me This episode And um I'm about to get on this road You know, continue traveling My son's birthday coming up soon Shout out to my son about to be big three years old, so, blessings, and, um, I love y'all, man, y'all continue to stay prayed up, man, continue to read and whatnot, like I said, follow, um, any, whatever you hear this at, just follow that, follow that platform, um, so I'm pretty much on every streaming platform at this point, point. and, uh, like I said, follow the Instagram, waves.of.unity, and y'all continue to stay blessed, man, continue to keep your faith, Continue to stay prayed up, all right? Peace.